G'day and welcome to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And welcome to our review and rank series for Eurovision 2022. And today is about one of our Baltic nations, Lithuania. Yes, Lithuania. Um, we love the Baltic nations. Lithuania, very good at basketball. The national sport. Mm, very much so. But what about Eurovision, Mike? Let's look at their form. Look, they're the only Baltic nation not to win the contest. Um, but they've actually not been too bad in recent years, unlike some of their nations. Neighbors. Mm. They've qualified for four out of the last six contests, only missing in 2019, where they finished 11th with Run With The Lions, so only just missed out, and 2017 as well. So recently, the route came eighth last year, and we're probably in for a, maybe even a better result in 2020. Um, we also had Eva Zazemaskaya come 12th in 2018. Donny came ninth in 2016. Mm. This time in 2015 was also uh, 18th. So an eighth, a ninth, and a 12th. Very consistent. I kind of forgot they were that good. Mm, absolutely. Anything in the top 10 you can be very, very proud of. Quiet achievers of Eurovision for such a small nation. Well, this year, Dale, we have Monica Lou and Sentimente. is a 34-year-old singer from Klaipeda on the Baltic coast of Lithuania. Now, as a child, she did ballet and violin and turned to singing around the age of 15. Now, she studied music at Klaipeda University and continued her studies at Berklee College in Boston. Oh, wow. Oh, now, so many people go to Berklee College. It's amazing, isn't it? Now, after graduating, she spent time working in London and returned to Lithuania to forge a successful career. Now, since returning, she's appeared as a judge on the Lithuanian versions of The Voice and The Masked Singer, as well as the Lithuanian musical showcase Golden Voice. So quite a big name in the local market there in Lithuania. Yeah, for sure. And she did rather well in the national final this year. Pabandam is Nayal, um, which was quite a lengthy process. She had to go through a heat, a semi, and a final, and she won the jury and public in each one of those all the way through. In the final, she was pushed a little bit in the public vote with the wonderful Lalita Zero getting mm. 20,000 votes. But you know what? She got 23,000 and the next best down after that runner-up was 4,000. So very dominant. Got all 12 points from the juries in that. And in fact, out of all the 17 jurors over those three shows, 15 of them gave her 12 points and only two gave them 10 points as well. So she dominated the juries. Massive public vote easy kind of comfortable winner in the end yeah she kind of looked like she was the one to beat during that uh national selection wasn't she so shall we get into some pros on this one dale i'll kick us off there's such a, a very sophisticated charm to this song both in the audio and during the live performances as well and that just really just oozes that kind of charm and sophistication yeah her uh, it's just about her, isn't it? Because very much the song is, and the performance is what she is delivering. She's so engaging. The way she just like looks down that camera, the way she moves in the in her dance, and the kind of sultry nature of the whole thing. Um, she's just so compelling. You cannot 
take your eyes off her. Yeah, agree. Charisma. For me also, this song has just got the perfect amount of sort of retro inspiration to give the song its identity, but it doesn't really go into a sort of dated pastiche kind of areas. So yeah, really, really well done as far as capturing that vibe of that sultry disco kind of ballad. And I think there's like a character in this. Like I think when people see it, they're going to be like, what is this? Because she's got a unique look, mm. unique haircut. And it's almost like she's this kind of femme fatale singing in a disco, in a Cold War era classic movie. You, I think it's going to grab people's attention just to go, what is going on here? And where is this going? Mm, definitely. And I thought the staging in the national final was great. They just need to really just amp that up a little bit for the contest. Give it another element or two here. Just don't go swamping the song or doing anything too kooky or cheap looking. Just just give it just one or two little more elements to just take it to that next level. And look, my last point here is um, very much on what I was talking about before with this kind of sound. There's nostalgia. We're not talking dated here. And I think it touches on what you said earlier. I think a lot of people across Europe will kind of love the vibe of this. It will remind them of a different time, whether they like things differently under Cold War, whether they just like the disco kind of thing going on. I think people will enjoy that. Um, This is a lot of different demographics could potentially like something about this. Yeah, I will agree with that. And I've got one last thing. Even though this is more of a kind of subtle song, I don't think it would come across as a flat spot or a sort of toilet break kind of song in a running order. It does hold its own, even though it is that more sort of, you know, easy laid back kind of vibe. Right. Shall we go into some of the drawbacks? You can kick us off, Dave. Look, it's an unusual song. <laughs> it is the style of everything we just said is its positive is really its drawback. Um, is this too weird? Is this not accessible enough? This is an odd kind of entry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's in Lithuanian. So I think the accessibility of this is going to be a massive uh, question mark. Yeah, I have got here very, very niche. <laughs> um, and also, you know, if you're not really getting it, it may just come across as just weird, dated, and kind of not very relevant. So I think, is it a mass European kind of song? Uh, it's certainly working for the fans, but is that going to work for the people at home who are the once a year people? Exactly. I'm just worried that they may look at it as a joke and and look there is a like a kind of interesting part of it but she's more than a joke performer this is not novelty the other thing here is running order i don't think uh, yes this could go anywhere and it's not going to be dull but it follows albania it follows latvia they're two big hitters in some capacity that is going to grab a lot of attention high energy to this comes in how are people going to react from that? I don't think it's ideal for her. Yeah. I'm also going to question that sort of first watch stickability factor. Now, for me personally, it did take a couple of views in the national final before I went beyond the bowl cut and really sort of got what was going on with the song and her. So maybe perhaps there's a lack of immediacy here when you first watch it. Yeah, and she is a fan icon and she's a wonderful performer. Um, I'm just really worried and thinking the mainstream are just going to be like what is this and just chuck it to the side without very little thought whatsoever which i don't think is fair to her as as an artist or the song but that's what happens when you take it to you know 80 million people in a semi-final rather than 800 fans on twitter (laughs) so yeah i'm worried for it no i will agree with that completely
Okay, Dale. Well, I'm very interested to see how the Aussie Vision team ranked this one. Yeah, so was I. Um, so the Aussie Vision team went through all the songs and they have put Lithuania in... 31st. 31st? Yes, I thought you might not be happy. I am furious with that. <laughs> There's going to be a group email sent out, I can assure you. I had, Again, there was, I think, a lot in this 20s into the early 30s. Uh, it surprised me, maybe some of the, the order. I thought some songs would be about 31st and they're in the mid-20s, and I thought hmm. this might be about mid-20s, low-20s. Wow. Um, but yeah, 31st. So the range, 9th to 38th. Two top tens that I know of, uh, six in the 20s and seven in the 30s. Oh, jeez. So it's just not resonating with a lot of people, not, and that's in the team. Not clicking with the Aussies. Mm. Okay, well, who's explaining this, though? Well, I need, I need answers. But these are the high rankers, oh, okay, remember? Yeah, yeah. So these, these, are, these <laughs> I mean, I'm starting to guess that you might like this. Um, <laughs> so we're going to hear from Fleur, and we're going to hear from Estelle. This year's slogan at Eurovision is the sound of beauty. And Lithuania's Monica Lu clearly defines that. I was captivated by her, her performance and the song the first time I heard this at the Lithuanian National Final. I thought this is the one. It was up to the Lithuanian public to do the right thing and put this through. And they did. I'm so glad. Because this song to me is a standout. Nothing from recent memory sounds like this. It kind of melds disco and cabaret, but it's all contemporary at the same time. This woman was born to perform. She really has the whole package, and that's what drew me to this song and her performance. I think this is the dark horse for 2022. I think Monica is going to do quite well. Everything about this song screams continental Europe to me, and I am totally here for it. From the Fleabag-style French hair to the smooth 70s vibe with the staging, the performance transports you to a smoky European wine bar on a hot summer's evening. The song almost has a retro-slash-futuristic vibe going on. It makes me imagine what people in the 70s thought the turn of the millennium would be like. It's a real mashup of old and new. The performance is so smooth. It's absolutely perfect in Lithuanian. There's no need for any English lyrics and it's wonderful to hear the national language. Lithuania have absolutely smashed this song. It is a complete triumph. Well, fantastic comments from both Fleur and Estelle for this one. You know, Fleur is just captivated by her so mm. much and Estelle's being transported to that smoky bar in Europe and I, I, I'm kind of there for it. And I love that kind of like, I imagine this is what people in the 70s thought. The term. It is it is this real mix of like nostalgia, but slightly, I wouldn't say modern. Retro-futuristic. How yeah. does that even work? Such I don't a, know, yeah, but it yeah. kind of does summarize it in a way. And mm. also like what Heffler said, disco cabaret as well, because yeah. there is that Sally Bowles element as well. So multiple genres, multiple eras, mm. and one compelling song. Yeah, try and get your head around that in three minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, shall we wrap and rank on this one, Dale? Um, I have to say, I have absolutely fallen in love with Monica and this song. Like, I love the sultry, disco-inspired feel of it and Monica's delivery. I'm worried that audiences, including a lot of jurors, just will not get this on first listen, and it may just come across as a weird sort of East European cabaret act. But for me, I love this. I'll be listening to it beyond the competition, and I dare say... There may be a preview party outfit inspired by this in the future. Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love this one. Another one in the top 10. <gasps> Sixth for me. Oh, my God. Uh, it would have been higher. Like, it's just been... Oh, 
Wow. Just, just missed out on maybe a top five for me. Love it. You know what? I'm not going to be as shocked as I probably was because I felt this was building, so I prepared myself. <laughs> we didn't have another country that you did a high vote for, but I am truly shocked that you've put this in sixth place. Sixth place. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely love it. And the thing is, I'm just scared it's not going to get out of the semi-final. That's my problem. Oh, I think it. you should be scared. <laughs> yeah, with, with a rating of 31st or whatever the team gave it. Disgraceful. <laughs> for listeners, he is throwing his arms around you point you <laughs> wow sixth place you have got some interesting tastes this year yeah love it michael 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 okay well look i really like monica and this song is super interesting and it's super camp mm, it is. <laughs> i often don't seek it out i must say but when i watch the performance particularly watching it i don't i would probably skip this maybe oh. but when i watch it i can't take my eyes off her she is so good and it you know does transport me into some kind of era somewhere in who knows future past 30s 70s 2000s don't know <laughs> um this is the probably the one song maybe with a serbia that i have no idea how it'll go no mm. idea how this will turn out you have these songs sometimes going is the audience going to completely hate this or actually kind of love this and i wouldn't be surprised with either on it i do worry the cult following she's getting um in the fans it's just not going to translate to the mainstream i enjoy it um there are other songs in front of it that are a little bit more quirky a little bit more my style but it's still got a decent enough position in 23rd okay well, that's acceptable. I'll accept 23rd. Thank God. It's not in the 30s. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 23rd's in a grand final, right? True. Um, but, yeah, look, it's ultimately, I just don't think the song, it's a performance. Mm, and yeah. I, I don't think the song is strong enough, maybe on its own. Like a lot of entries, it either clicks for you or it kind of doesn't to a degree. This one very much clicks for me, and I just love it. I love it. Is it rising in your ranks? Yeah. Definitely. Would you have a higher than six now? Well, now that I've heard a couple of the ones above it live, this would probably be <laughs> probably be a bit higher. But sixth yeah. place, six, love it. So you actually are the number one of on the team because the highest yep. we had was ninth place. Well, someone's got taste. It's oh, nice wow. to see. Well, 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 well. We'll see what you're saying after May. But you know what? It doesn't matter. If exactly. it is an NQ, it'll be an iconic NQ. And I've always got this to listen to and uh, watch back later on. No wigs, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much for listening. Take care. Bye. As always, thanks for joining us and thank you for your support. You can follow us on our social media channels at Aussie Vision Net. And if you want to support the work that we and 20 Aussie Vision volunteers do and get some really good bonus content, then you can subscribe to our Patreon. The link is in the show notes. Thanks very much. Catch you later.